Hello there, and welcome back to Just Chatting. My name's Mopgarden, and I'm your host on this week's episode featuring Camcorder Kid. There's nothing really that I wanted to mention from the news this week or anything really big happening, but I just wanted to give a little bit of insight into respect on Twitch in terms of not promoting yourself. Most streamers in their rules have enlisted to not promote yourself. Um, I think that's pretty typical all around Twitch. Even if they don't have it listed, it's just common knowledge. Don't don't do it. It's really disrespectful and honestly just incredibly annoying. If I ever see anyone doing it, I, I'm a stubborn person. I'm willing to admit it. The likelihood of me ever raiding you or supporting you or anything after you've done that in my stream is very, very small. Um, I really don't appreciate it. I see it as people taking it you know, the easy way out. And I really just don't like it. There's a lot of different ways that people do it. They think they're being subtle and it's really not. Um, Saying things like, hey, I got my new emotes up or I streamed this game before or I saw this happen in my stream last night are all forms of self-promotion. You're still talking about your stream. Like you would never be a Starbucks worker and go into a Tim Hortons. I'm Canadian. And be like, hey, you guys should try out Starbucks coffee instead. I think it might be better. So please don't do it. You know, it's not like all your viewers are going to go over to that stream. So people say don't be self-conscious about it. But it's really just a respect thing and being polite. And just just don't do it. If you're a streamer, please don't do that. Don't ever do that. It's no bueno. No bueno. <laughs> As always, if you guys have any interesting news articles or topics that you would like discussed in this section of the podcast, please feel free to email me justchattingpodcast at gmail.com and I will definitely do that for you. I'm very open to discussing uh, whatever news or anything you guys might be interested in. Our guest this week, as I mentioned, is Camcorder Kid. He is amazing. I've known him for quite a few years. Um, He does a lot of work in the film industry He's taken a little break off of Twitch at the moment, but he will be back at some point. He has really chill streams, uh, always has cool kind of meme emotes, and is just a really nice guy. Really enjoyed this conversation, so I hope you do as well. Hello, Cam Kid. How are you doing today? Hello, Mock Garden. How are you? <laughs> I am doing well. You didn't answer my question, though. What was the question? How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I got <laughs> orange juice. I got coffee. It is sunny outside and I'm inside the perfect scenario for me. That's awesome. <laughs> That's the perfect uh, 2 p.m. morning. <laughs> yes. Right when you wake up at 1.30, it is the best. <laughs> uh, streamer life, I guess. Nerd, nerd life, working life. I guess. Cam I mean, life. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't sleep very well in the week. So then I just catch up on the weekend i guess i do that exact same thing <laughs> yeah i i usually set an alarm for eleven thirty though or else i just feel gross <laughs> yeah i have this app on my on my ipad and it doesn't stop beeping until you stop it beeping oh my god so i'm pretty sure my neighbors hate me because it's been beeping <laughs> since like 8 a.m and i did oh, i no. did not turn that thing off i just left it you just didn't hear it? Oh, no, I heard it. I just went back to sleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're a deep sleeper. That's I, impressive. I am. I, I have two phones, an old phone and my new phone, uh, next to my head. 
both with alarms and an iPad, and I still sleep through it. That's crazy. If I'm out, I'm out. I can't fall asleep, but when I'm out, I'm out. Yeah, I'm kind of that same way. <laughs> wow, I usually wake up to my alarm, though. <laughs> Are you ever late for work? Always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always. I mostly, I mostly get up. I get up on time for work, but I do actually on purpose wait because I have to take the train. And it's oh. awful in the morning. And I, I just wait for it to get a little less busy. And then yeah. I'll go in. But I always, I always like make up the time. Like they, they know, they know mm-hmm. uh, yeah, when yeah. I roll in at 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. City hmm. life, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. No, that's good. I assume you stay a little later than two to avoid rush hour. Yeah. Well, I mean, my hours until six usually anyway. So work a little uh, through lunch, work a little bit later and then get home at like seven, which a lot of people that's like, oh my God, my night's gone. I'm just like, nah, it's fine. It's fine when you stay yeah. up till 3 a.m. Got you. So what, uh, since we're talking about work, why don't you give a little background of what you do now and kind of how you got to be to that? Because you have a very interesting career. Uh, yeah, I, I never know properly how to explain my job as accurate as I can, but it's essentially, uh, I do like After Effects for feature films like Hollywood and stuff. It's not After Effects, but I, if I explain the software, then everyone's going to be like, I don't know what you mean. Um, right. <laughs> but it's essentially, I do what's called compositing, which if anyone's familiar with like Photoshop, it's like combining different layers to make a final composite image. I do that, but for Hollywood feature films. So I started my degree as a sculptor trying to go into makeup and prosthetics to work on films. I always just want to work on films. I didn't realize it was a job until I was like 18 and I was going to university. I was like, oh my God, there's a, okay. And I instantly like <laughs> changed my entire course and they hated me for it because it was three weeks until the start day. And I oh, went, no. yeah, it was, bad. I wasn't even going to go to university. And then it was like six weeks before I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go. So I went, <laughs> I went and signed up and then I changed my course like three weeks before and they, they weren't happy because they already had to do all the paperwork six weeks before. Right. Was this in England that you did this? Yeah, I went okay. uh, like Manchester, Bolton area. So I'm from, right. the, I'm from the Northwest. As, as you always point out, I sound Australian. But yes, <laughs> you really do. <laughs> I do. It, I, I hate to admit it, but it, it does a little bit, but not so much because the Australian people I work with get offended. <laughs> yeah, well, you just have a confusing accent. Like you sound like someone who used to have an accent and then moved somewhere and then you kind of have like a mesh of the accents. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I, also horrible with accents, so well, I shouldn't talk. <laughs> I, I pick them up really easily because I'm from like just outside of Liverpool and then I moved to Manchester, Bolton for university and working. So I picked up that accent as well, which is different. Like if you go five minutes in any direction in England, the accent's always different. And then I moved to Canada. So it just has this kind of like mishmash of different accents. And you, it just depends on who you hang out with because you just pick up like terminology yeah. and like I never said for sure or anything until I moved to Canada <laughs> so like just certain word choices always make a big difference yeah something I've noticed is proper proper English people always say proper I oh, love proper, saying proper nice. well it's like it's proper well <laughs> yeah. good yeah I love that term when I came back from England I always said proper too and everyone was like why do you call everything proper I'm like oh I don't know because <laughs> it's proper good yeah yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. So you you decided last minute to go to university, mm-hmm. which would never happen here. So it's nice that that worked out. Yeah, like, I mean, I had good enough grades that I could get in, and I wasn't okay. I wasn't really trying to sign on to anything that required like math or science. Like I was okay at those things, but mm-hmm. I was trying to go into something creative. I, the course I was trying to do was called Creative Skills or something, and it was it was one of those courses where you do a little bit of everything. And right. so it was like one of the first years they were running it and I signed up for it. And then it, it, I realized that I wouldn't get too much from it. Cause if you're only spending like six weeks on sculpting and six weeks on this and six weeks on editing, you're never going to like specialize. You're never yeah. going to really like get stuck in with that stuff. And then I heard I guess about it's a this. good way to find what you want to do sort of thing out of those options yeah but you end up then having to do an extra year because you've lost Mm -hmm. that year figuring that stuff out i figured it was best to well i i've always wanted to make my own films and which we'll talk about later yes and (laughs) um what i realized is i know how to use a camera i know how to film stuff what i'll do is i'll go and do courses so i can learn every other skill so I know a little bit about everything. So I'll know a little bit about editing. I'll know a little bit about makeup and prosthetics. I'll know a little bit about this. Right. And then I went and did the sculpting stuff. And I was like, this, I want to do this. Like, I just knew that that's what I wanted to do. And making like prosthetics for actors, which is like when you see someone who wears like old age makeup or you see like bullet wounds and like broken legs on TV, that's Mm -hmm. special effects makeup. It's not like fashion or beauty. It's very different. And Iceloy was really cool. And I learned a lot about it. And we were the first year to do it. And they gave us complete free reign of like a massive workshop. So we were there like 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. every day, just working in this workshop with like six of us. And it was awesome. Oh, so it was a really small course. Yeah, it was literally like, like the first time they'd ever ran it. Wow. And so the budget wasn't very big, but they definitely pushed to get us stuff because like they were really happy that they had enthusiastic students. It was like me, my friend Adam, my friend Johnny, and like a couple of other people that were like in the class as well, um, hmm. which both of them went into film and everything as well. One of them became a, a character sculptor on films and the other one worked in theater. So all the skills kind of, like, applied to different things. Right. Uh, so they were just super excited to have people really interested in that stuff and doing that stuff and wanting to do it. You know, it was something of pride for the course to be like, hey, we have this first year and these students are doing amazing. And so, yeah, we were there, like, every day, nine to nine for, like, three years. And, That's a long uh, time. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. But when you love it, it's again, it's kind of extremely like if you love what you do, you don't yeah. really focus too much on the time. That's true. And, you know, we were 18, 19 years old and had a lot of energy and a, all that. I couldn't do that now. I couldn't do that now. <laughs> yeah. Put it that way. Same. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm getting out of bed at one thirty in the afternoon. I don't think I'm going to be there nine till nine. <laughs> You're like back cracks as you get up. You're like, oh, oh. <laughs> e- everything. is just like hissing as like the air uh, <laughs> yeah. like seeps out of every joint. Horrible. I know that well. (laughs) Just go lie on the couch or the pillow between your legs for like 20 minutes just to (laughs) stretch everything out. Have a little Advil. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Too real. Yeah. So then after that, you moved to Canada and... Uh, Not straight away. Okay. So I I finished the course 
and we went to there's a show called um IMAX, which is International Makeup Artist Trade Show. And it okay. takes place in London. And we we went to that a few times and it was just about meeting special effects artists from around the world who came and like showed off stuff. They did like uh body painting competitions and things like that and it was really cool. So cool. And uh it was really cool. They do it in Pasadena every year and then they do it in London in the UK. I think they do another one somewhere else now. I haven't okay. been in a long time. But it was really cool because we got to meet people who worked on like big Hollywood films. Like we met the special effects team who did all like the Game of Del Toro films. So like the Pale Man and like Hellboy and uh oh, Okay. When they when they came over and did like the Hellboy thing, they actually brought Doug Jones, who played Ape Sapien in the Hellboy films. So he's like the fish guy in the I Hellboy. I do admit I haven't seen it, but what? It's on, it's <laughs> I'll on add it to my list. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm not like that. Where I'm like, oh, you haven't. Seen it. But uh, he. I'm sure uh, people will know what you mean, though. <laughs> he's he's been in something. He was um, Billy in Hocus Pocus. You know the zombie that they dig up. You haven't seen Hocus Pocus, have you? <laughs> He's he's been in a lot of stuff. A lot. He was okay. like he was like the pale man in uh, Pan's Labyrinth, and he was uh, oh the, cool. He was like the fish guy in The Shape of Water as well. Oh, okay, that's one I have seen. Okay, there we go. <laughs> same same idea. Yeah, we we got that again. Another fish guy. Uh, he was yeah, there, and yeah. we actually got to meet him. And um, cool. It it was it was awesome. And then slowly from that, I I kind of rolled into teaching instead of actually getting a job in the industry oh right because you were teaching recently as well right yeah i was i was teaching a visual effects course at like a local school which okay it, it, it went okay it was, it was okay i'll leave it at that um <laughs> okay but one, one of the students was a little difficult i'll i'll put uh, it that way there's always that one well when there's only two students in the class oh, oh geez, okay <laughs> it's you can't really like hide them in the crowd yeah oh man but I, I started doing teaching um, at the university and teaching people how to do like life casting, which is when you make uh, molds of people's faces and arms and things like that. Uh, right. What they use is something called alginate, which is the same thing when you go to a dentist and they take a, a cast of your teeth. It's the same ah. thing. It's literally the same stuff, but they use it to mold an entire body. Okay. And um, they use those a lot for like when people are dead and like stuff like that in movies, right? Yeah, they'll they'll make like fake bodies and fake yeah, limbs yeah. and okay. uh, things like that. Um, Someone gets like run over. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll make like a big fake body, but they'll use alginate to uh, mold it, okay. which is interesting. That like, a lot of dental stuff is actually used in film. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I started teaching. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun, and uh, I was teaching myself. At the end of the course, we started doing After Effects, and I started teaching myself that. And I was like, oh, I like this. I was like, I really like this. And uh, I started just delving more into the After Effects stuff. Uh, they were trying to push me to specialize in my third year to do that. And I was like, no, I like doing the, the makeup, makeup stuff. But they're like, w but you're really good at this stuff as well. I was like, yeah, but I really liked it. And I didn't want to be where it's like, I only do something because I'm good at it. I wanted to do yeah. what I wanted to do because I was also kind of okay at that. That makes sense. But the problem is, is uh, when you when you leave, like the special effects makeup stuff is really, really hard to get a job in. Like you have to be amazing at that stuff. Oh, and that makes sense. Yeah, I just I just wasn't at that ability and I was struggling really hard to find work and stuff. But I was really good at certain aspects of it. So teaching kind of made sense. So 
I started teaching it. And then I started uh, teaching at another school, teaching After Effects and camera work and lighting and things like that, because I was doing that on my on the side anyway. And uh, I did that for like two or three years. And the owner hated me. He hated me. He hated my department head. Um, he Why? Hated because I was friends with my department head and he hated her. Oh, no. They, I don't know what it was, but he, it was like one of these specialist schools where you can do games design, film, and music. It was like, that's all they do. They just do right. degree courses for that. Um, and it was independent. And um, he was a game design person who wanted to put all the money into game design, didn't care about anything else. And so they were constantly clashing heads on trying to get stuff. It's like, I need a camera. I said, why? It's like, because we teach film. We need a camera. <laughs> and it was just stuff like that. And um, some, stuff, some stuff went down with her and a student. And she tried to put me in the middle of it. Where oh, she, yeah. she confronted the student in my class instead of like somewhere else to kind of make me a witness of it. Oh, like while you were teaching? Yeah, like Stop came in, stopped my class, and started Weird. like confronting this thing. So she had this witness. She was trying to get me to like carry her bags everywhere and stuff. Like she she tried to what? make me into this weird assistant. It was it was strange. <laughs> that is strange. <laughs> and um, so she she eventually got let go, and they I think rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, there was some stuff happening, and it was bad. And, uh, but I ended up, because of she made me go in this situation, before she got let go, she fired me because I didn't oh. have her back. It was, oh, it was like, my it was, God. Yeah, it was like stupid, petty stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm good. And by this time... That's so unfortunate. I, I was just like, I don't know. It, they were dwindling my hours anyway. And I was like, mm. I was teaching like six hours a week and that was my only job. Oh, God. Yeah, so I was like... I haven't really can't even pay rent much. with that. <laughs> no, not at all. And my friend Adam, who was on the course with me, had he was really good at special effects, and he actually moved out to Toronto. Uh, he got uh, he got he met a girl, which is always the story. Yeah, to, I was gonna say it's always the case. <laughs> yeah, uh, moved out to Canada and started working in special effects, and he was working for. Uh, company, I can't remember, I think, I can't remember the name of the company, but it in was... In Toronto, though. It was, like, in Scarborough. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, like, a little bit of ways out, and, uh, but they right. did the practical effects, like, the special effects makeup for Pacific Rim, and he was working okay. on, like, movies like that, so he was, like, doing really, really well, and he was, like, oh, you should come out, like, there's this work visa that you can get because of the Commonwealth, he's, like, you're British, uh, you can get, like, two-year work permit and you don't need sponsorship so you can just like uh, come over so i was like okay it was like 150 pounds or something so pretty wow, cheap that's, that's really reasonable yeah, yeah. so I, I did that wow. and i was like screw it went over and i just kind of knew i wasn't good enough to work in the makeup stuff and okay then they let me help out for a week on the tv show hannibal Oh, I watched that. Yeah, so you know the there was like a episode in the first season where there was like a deer with antlers and there was a woman like impaled yeah. on it. So I yeah, yeah. worked on the antlers. I was making like the foam antlers. Whoa! And uh, he made the 
the body that was actually on it. It was like, a, again, molded in alginate, made in silicon, just kind of this big, heavy body. And, wow, uh, that's the, so cool. And the end of the week, they were like, yeah, you know, no. <laughs> really? I Yeah, I mean, these these are like, they don't mess around on stuff okay. like that. It's not... It's not like, oh, good job, everything. It's like, no, like they don't mess around. Like the, they paid me for my time, and then it was like, no. Um, <laughs> Bye though. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, oh, I was, you know, bad. all I was doing by the end of it was like sweeping floors, and they're like, we're not going to pay you twenty dollars an hour to sweep a floor. Like anyone can yeah. do that, and yeah, yeah, you know, molding and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I was like, I'm pretty good at the After Effects stuff. Uh, there's a lot of studios here. Let's give it a shot, and. uh got a job as a visual effects artist doing what's called roto paint, which is when you just basically frame by frame draw around someone and cut them off the background. So like, uh. so have you ever done that in like Photoshop where you've like cut someone off a background mm-hmm. and put on your, it's that, but every single frame for, for a video. Oh God. Uh, yeah. That was That's three years so of my tedious. life. <laughs> oh, three years. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard to move up as well. Every, every oh, job man. like that is really hard to move up. You either go in at a really good level or you have to work your way up. And I didn't go to school for visual effects. So they were just like, well, you don't have this degree. You start at the bottom. I was like, great, cool. Oh Thanks. man. <laughs> but I, the, one of the first things I worked on was Game of Thrones. Oh, I don't think I knew this. Yeah. So have you heard of the Red Wedding? Yes. I'm sorry about the Red Wedding because that was one of the things that I worked on. Oh, wait, maybe I did know this. Yeah. So I think when, people have been like, Cam, we hate you. <laughs> yeah. Because you worked on that. Yeah. So spoiler alert for any of the listeners. Uh, <laughs> Rob Stark dies. <laughs> And I was part of the team that was uh, helping put the digital arrows in them and, like, doing the blood effects. And uh, wow. the guy next to me was the guy who did the Caitlin Stark, like, throat. I'm doing the move. I'm going to explain it. The throat slice. <laughs> right. And that was, like, one of the one of the first things that I worked on was Game of Thrones, like, season so three. So cool. Wow. So, yeah. And I was like, okay, this is pretty fun. And then mm-hmm. been doing that pretty much ever since right and then you moved you don't need to say where but um to go i moved to, to a different this address <laughs> yes yes that place <laughs> um but do, i forget why did you find a better studio out there or you just wanted to change a pace or uh my work visa actually expired oh yeah and uh <laughs> so i did the two-year uh free visa thing and but i couldn't find a job for like six months of the first one and it was, uh, what happened was immigration, Canadian immigration went on strike right at the time between getting the new visa. So there was a time in between the first year, because I had to apply for two. It was two years, but you had to apply for one year visas. Okay. So you get a maximum of two, but you, it's one at a time. And my first one ended and they went on strike before my second one came in. And oh, man. I couldn't work. Like, I wasn't allowed to work. So I was like, I don't know how long we're going to be on strike. And uh, a company in BC uh, were hiring, and they offered to give me a work permit. So I was like, okay. So I signed (laughs) signed the contract, and then two days after they signed the contract, my my other visa came through, and I was like, well, I've already signed the contract now, so (laughs) I guess I'll I'll move to BC. Nice. Okay. And then I've been here since end of 2013. Hmm. That's so cool. You have so many experiences in this. It's really cool. I'm glossing over a lot of them because I don't want to get 
into too many specifics, but there's a lot of yeah. stuff in between all of those things. Like, um, you know, I did a lot of music videos when I lived in Manchester, which was really cool. That's kind cool. of how I built my showreel to apply for things like working on films and the Game of Thrones stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't just like show up at the door and go, "Hey, I know this," and they were like, "Yeah, yeah." It was like, no, well, I, you can't while do I that. was doing, well, I was teaching for the six hours, so I had every other hour available. Like, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll do some, uh, I'll do some freelance stuff, and I started getting in good with some filmmakers around that area, and I was just making music videos and stuff. And just doing visual effects and onset stuff, um, which was really cool. So I did go in with like a showreel thing, but it was just they didn't see it as uh, they saw it as like some experience, but it wasn't like school experience. So yeah, it, it's one of those tricky things where they they don't care about that stuff, but it still impacts what job you can start. At, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and now like everyone's so picky about you not having school, which is annoying but (laughs) yeah and especially if you want to move to a different country uh when they do the point system you basically need a degree like to move if Mm -hmm. i didn't get that degree if i hadn't gone to university and moved to canada i wouldn't have got my permanent residency because i wouldn't have qualified with enough points Hmm. which is a big deal so like a lot of people like should i go to school should i should i not it's like if you if you want to live in other countries and work around the world it, it does help you because of yeah. That kind of stuff. Huh. That makes sense. Uh, what all have you worked on then? I know you did. Um, oh, no. I can't think yeah, of it. Yeah. Tell, tell me what films I worked on. What? <laughs> let's see. Let's see how much um, attention. Let's see. The one with. I know it's a prison scene, but I can't think of the movie name. Oh, Deadpool 2. <laughs> yes. Yes. All I could think of was the Avengers. And I was like, no, it's not right. So you worked on that. Yeah, so I've worked in the last two or three years. I've worked on Deadpool two, Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I worked on First Man, which won the Oscar this year. Cool. Uh, which was kind of awesome. I got to hold that. It's my Twitter profile pic still. Oh yeah. <laughs> I worked on. What else did I work on? Fantastic Beasts. Oh yeah, that reminds oh, yeah. me. I still have the Crucia <laughs> view like in my wardrobe. Like the, I am so bad <laughs> with sending so stuff. So long ago. That's okay. Yeah. I will. I will put it in a thing and send it soon. I promise. Well, I think I might be seeing you in August. So. Oh damn. Oh yeah. I don't know if with we can the... say why. I don't know if it's public, but. Oh, I I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, Everyone's I'll... like, "Why are they seeing each other?" <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we must know. Um. But yeah. You can just give it to me then. But um, so why? I think that's like those are all the big things that you worked on. I, I've worked on like other cool things to too. Just in like the recent years, like I worked on Wonder Woman. I worked on Star Trek Beyond. I worked on Miss Peregrine's Home, Jurassic World, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 2014 one. That was the nice. job I moved to BC for was uh, TMNT. Oh, okay, that's cool. I never saw that one. It 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 wasn't story wise. It wasn't great. Like it was. Okay. It was made for kids, but it was very for kids. Like, right. Right. Just, but the visual effects in it. Those. Oh, were great. they are amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> there's there's a shot in that movie, the first one, where they all have to jump. They're in the, these glass containers. Spoilers, and uh, they have to jump out, and they jump out and smash through the glass, and they're doing like these flips out. And I had to. That's cool. Yeah, it sounds cool. 
I had to spend, I think I spent about 130 hours on that shot. Oh my God. Because uh, it was filmed. So they were CGI. Mm-hmm. The glass was going to be CGI, but everything else had to be plate or footage. Like plate just means that that's what they shot on the day. Okay. And so they had um, these little cannons inside firing out like bits of like plastic glass as like reference. I had to paint out those glass pieces from like these four cages and I essentially had to rebuild in 3D space these uh, four glass cages and they all had to move perfectly as it was in the in the footage and I I think I ended up with like 600 pieces that I had to like cut out oh my god and then put back where it was in like 3D space and uh, it's hard to like explain how much work went into it when you yeah. don't know, but it's like, <laughs> I think I cried. At the end. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was so much work. It was so much work. And That's incredible. Uh, that was one I of the think, hardest things. Yeah. I don't like appreciate how much detail goes into all the movies. Cause you don't like hearing that you would never realize. <laughs> well, that's the thing is a lot of people look at it and go, CGI is terrible. CGI is bad. It's, you know, it all looks really bad and they have no idea like, they have no idea the things that they don't see, more importantly. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, you've got Black Panther running through a field, emanating, like, purple electric fields while a, a ship is flying around him and he's throwing spears at it. Of course that's fake. Like, there's, yeah. there's no choreography in the world that can do that. <laughs> but no one noticed that, like, you know, his suit was 100% CGI. No one noticed that the, the, mm. um, the spire in the background when the fighting at the end, that that was a hundred percent CGI. The only like real things that were in that were the women fighting and even the spears that they were holding was CGI. Oh man. No one knows that. No one's like, that looks terrible. Like, because like they don't think yeah. about it and it matches so seamlessly and perfectly. Like what's the mm-hmm. new one? Avengers Endgame, those white suits that they wore hundred percent CGI. Wow. No, no one's like, that looks terrible. It's like because <laughs> it's so well blended in that you don't yeah. even don't even notice it. It's only yeah. when it's glaringly yeah. obvious, which mm-hmm. you you can't do that stuff. So. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But I'm I, really excited for the new Lion King. The everyone's new Lion like, King? yeah, everyone's like, how dare they like remake it? But I'm really excited <laughs> yeah. to go see. And I I assume that that's all CGI. I don't know if they it's, actually use lions. Yeah, it's definitely all CGI. It's photo real. But it's right. CGI. They say live action, but it just means photo real. Um, yeah. It's the same yeah. with like the Jungle Book. It's the same director. And mm-hmm. they okay. made that. And it's like, it's just a boy on a blue screen and everything around him is CGI. Um, wow. And it's, yeah, it's That's like they, they have stuff on set where like they, they can interact with it. And what they probably did was they had, what I would assume is they would have had people like on a motion capture stage and they would have been filming it with like virtual cameras, you know, what you see like in the last of us behind the scenes and it's them walking around in those gray suits in like this big room. And they, they have this like, you know, iPad that they're walking around with. That's like the camera. I would assume oh, that they okay. do stuff like that so that they can get, you know, realistic camera moves as if it was filmed. Mm-hmm. So they'll have like yeah. scale props and models and things like that. Right. Right. So that's yeah. So cool. But it, that, I think that's a hundred percent CGI. Yeah. I would imagine. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when it comes out, but 
I don't often go see movies. Well, I've never gone to see a movie by myself, but I'm like, I might splurge and go see that in like IMAX and Do go it. to the big one. Yeah. So. I mean, it's at the very least, it's going to be the best CGI that you'll probably see. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just going to look like cheap this or that. It's not, you know, it's going to be like top of the line. It's like what Avatar was when that first came out. And you're like, holy crap, yeah. this is like which we have five of them coming out or whatever it is now. I've heard. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really liked Avatar. That was the first real like 3D movie I saw. And it was, I remember leaving like with a huge smile on my face. <laughs> That's the only 3D movie where I'm like, that was worth it. That was a hundred percent worth it. Like they put so much effort and time into that. Like it took him like 20 years to like develop all the stuff. Oh my God. He he was writing it since like the mid nineties, and he was just waiting for technology to catch up. Oh, that was like literally it. And, wow. Um, so yeah, it's you know he he didn't mess around. He did not mess yeah. around with that. And everything else now is converted, which mm-hmm. um, which you know I get it. It makes a lot more sense because we're not dealing with two cameras on this giant rig, and it's broken, and you end up converting it anyway. Every Pretty much every movie now is converted to 3D, so I don't really like seeing it in 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, but like those films, I'll go, I'll go see them in 3D when they come yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a that was a really really good movie. <laughs> um, so why don't we? We've talked a lot about your your job, but this why don't all we about discuss me. all about your? No, 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 it's good. <laughs> this is this is an interview with you. It's what it should be. But um, why don't you talk about your Twitch a little bit? Ah, that old You're, thing. I don't think we ever properly introduced you, camcorder kid. <laughs> you, you did, but yeah, I don't think yeah. introduced as like a, a streamer. But right, yeah, I, so I don't, Cam I don't is... know. I've kind of put streaming on hiatus for a, for a while. But like, so. you still have a Twitch, and you're partnered, and you know, it's true. They did make do... that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you do stream sometimes. I I'm trying to think of the last game I saw you play. That graveyard keeper game, maybe that was a while know. ago. That was, was it? A, yeah. <laughs> but what do you? What sort of stuff do you focus on in your stream? If people want to come check you out, uh, so occasionally I'll do creative streams, given what I do. But mm-hmm. most of the time, I just I like playing like sim game kind of things. So just like builders, I like like builder games and sim games. So like graveyard keeper is a good one. The Sims Four. What was the other one? I'm really bad. I don't remember. Like, I love like stuff like Slime Rancher, like kind of oh, yeah. very chill, casual, like farming sim things. But I don't play farming sim, which right. I know is counterintuitive. But that game is too <laughs> hardcore. It's it's so it's dense. literally just farming. <laughs> yeah, it's just farming. But it's like, oh, you need the X nine two four to mine this thing to get your crops. And I'm like, which one's the tractor? Just point. Like, yeah, just, I don't know. it's it's a little much on that stuff but uh i like those kind of games um i really love playing assassin's creed games so Mm. like open world uh story-based games like rpgs are really good i haven't finished odyssey i really want to get back to it oh that's the last game i saw you playing actually yeah that i I remember i don't remember (laughs) what the last thing i don't even know if i still have vods to check it (laughs) But I was playing through Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That game is really fun. Like, I loved the original Assassin's Creed games. Right. Two, Brotherhood and Revelations being my favorites. I didn't really play three. But um, since they revamped it to, like, with Origins and Odyssey now, 
like Odyssey is amazing. I think Odyssey might be my favorite one. And before that was Black Flag because it had all the sailing stuff. But Odyssey is incredible. Like, there's so much depth and things to do in that game, which they never right. really had in the previous ones. Like Black Flag had the sailing mechanics and the, the ship mechanics, and that was amazing. But everything on land was boring. It was just like tailing missions and like eavesdrop missions. That's why I've never played Assassin's Creed. I just, they've always looked so boring to me. <laughs> I'm not good at sneaking. <laughs> so that's why I really like what they, they kind of did with Origins and Odyssey. Is like Origins, you can like use a shield. Right. And you can kind of be a little bit more aggressive. It's not about being like stealthy and like sneaking. Right. Odyssey, they remove the shield. You just, you can counter and that's it. It, it feels more like a, for lack of a better term, like a Dark Souls style fighting mechanic. Where it's like mm. dodge and parry. Right. And um, it's a lot more intense. Like it's a lot more level based. But it, the game is so dense with things to do. Like you can go sailing around this giant map. You can go exploring these caves. You can go and fight mythical creatures. You can do the story. You can do so many things in it. It looks amazing. The story is really well told. There's a lot to do. Which is always important. With it. One problem I always had with like Ubisoft games was like. They have these open worlds and they're like, it's 20 times bigger than Skyrim. And it's like, okay, like with Ghost Recon Wildlands, I like that game as like a group game, but playing alone, it was so boring. It's like, it's 20 times the size of our last game. It's like, yeah, but I'm in the middle of Bolivia walking through farmland. There's nothing to do. (laughs) Like, who cares? cares? You're just, you're just adding space for the sake of having a big space. Yeah. There's just more (laughs) trees slightly over there. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a really good point. I I never got super into Wildlands. There was something missing in that game for me, so. One thing I wish I'd played, which they added to that, was uh, the Predator mode. And I always missed it. It was like a special event where you and four people go into a jungle and you have to fight the Predator. Oh, I did do that. It was incredibly hard. (laughs) That's what I heard, but it looks so good. It looks so good. And I I was always too busy to... uh, to jump in when they were doing the events. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was really hard. And I was playing with one of them kept getting really frustrated. <laughs> and then I was feeling bad because I wasn't playing well and yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh that was cool. So how did you start streaming? Like what made you want to start on Twitch from your career? Uh I finished I was I finished working on what was I working on? I just finished Point Break, the remake. And I was working so much crazy overtime. And I was getting really stressed out. And uh, my work visa expired again. Oh, God. <laughs> and the the company I was at were just like, good luck. And kind of oh, just no. didn't... I, I they didn't really help me out on that, which which is fine. Like it's not, you know, it was like a last minute thing. Like I found out that day, and my visa ran out that day because I oh was God. on um, what's called implied status, which just means that you can continue working until your new visa comes in. And I okay. was applying for PR. That's what it was, and uh, permanent residency. And I applied for it, and I was waiting. And at that time, it took like thirteen months just to hear anything. Holy crap. Yeah, it was it was rough because you would send everything in and then you have to wait a year and then a year rolled by and they were just like, no, you forgot this one tiny form. Oh my God. So I lost all that stuff and I was like, crap. 
uh, went to them. They were like, good luck. We're not going to sponsor your, your visa because I just, so I was in that roto prep department. And when I was like, oh, I was in that for three years, which is a long time. I was really good at it. And I was getting paid pretty well for that. And so they would give me uh, work permits based on that. However, okay. I'd just been moved up into compositing. So I was a junior compositor. And compositors at that level are a dime a dozen. And the, there was no job for me. So I either had to go back down and lose that promotion. Mm. Or they were just like, tough luck. Um, yeah. and I was like, crap. Uh, so I went home and I applied for like a visitor visa and okay. I couldn't work for a couple of months. And I eventually got a job uh, at another place who would sponsor my visa because I had, nice. they based it on experience rather than the job title. So, cause they right. could use the paint skills. So they were like, yeah, like, that's fine. We s- will start you in like October. It was like October. I lost the, the work permit in like May. So May to oh October, I was like. So you just weren't working? I just wasn't working and I couldn't work. Wow. And so I was like, well, you know, I have like this okay computer that I bought when I first moved to Canada. I'll play some games on it. And then one guy that I worked with at that place was always watching Twitch. He was always watching StarCraft. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, that's so lame watching someone else play video games. <laughs> My same reaction, yeah. <laughs> I, I, but I think what it was is it was just that he was playing, he was watching people play StarCraft. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on. It looks really complicated. And like, I, I mm-hmm. looked into it a little bit and I was like, I don't know what they're doing. It just, that, that looks boring. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. And then I kind of went off and I was like, all right, well, I'll play some games, uh, look up for some games and see what they're like. I don't really know what's out. I haven't played video games in a while because I've been so busy. And then I was like, oh, there's Twitch. Let's go and have a look at what people are playing on Twitch and see what uh, is kind of popular and things like that now. And uh, check the game out before I spend any money because I don't have any money. And so I did that and I found this... I don't remember the first channel I ever found. I think one of them was like super boring. It was it was just like <laughs> someone sat in silence, like playing a game. Oh god! And, it, and I was just like, okay. You're like, I aspire to be like this. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, why do people watch this? Um, and I think I was looking up like Assassin's Creed because, like, again, Black Flag is one of my favorite games. It was the first game that I ever streamed, and I just kind of looked sense. it up, and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I was like. This is easy. Anyone can stream. If this is all it takes, like, I got time. That's what everybody thinks. Well, I was like, I got time to kill. Like, whatever. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a, I didn't even have a microphone or anything. My PC was old. I had that for a really long time. I had that until I moved to my, not this place, but the last place. I got, oh, wow. I had it like five or six years. Hmm. Um, and you streamed with it. I streamed with it at a beautiful 480p. Nice. Uh, 20 <laughs> FPS. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, our, our internet, like the first place that I lived in BC, I was living with like two other people. Our internet was terrible. It was like, mm. it was 15 down and 1.5 up. Oh my God. And Well, I never need, we'd never needed um, upload really before. Yeah. Because I wasn't doing anything. And That's horrible. Yeah. And one of my roommates was a poker player. So he played from home. So he had access to the internet the whole time. Right. But it was the guy who was renting to us, signed this like really terrible package to get a TV. Uh, <laughs> he didn't have to live there, so he didn't care. 
Yeah. So I started streaming oh, and he started getting bills that were really expensive of like going over. Our overage was like, or our data was like 150 gigs. Oh my God. They, they, that was it. For three people. It was insane. That is insane. So I started, I think one of the first things I did was like streamed off that. And I was getting like, when it rained in Assassin's Creed Black Flag, I got like 19 FPS. And nice. I was like, great. This is great. <laughs> and what I did was uh, I started using Steam in-home streaming and I started in-home streaming the video to my MacBook, which was also, I still have it. It's this one right next to me. Um, it's like 2011 MacBook. And I started streaming that in-home streaming on the MacBook. Oh, because I got dual PC setup. <laughs> yeah, but I was doing... Kind of. Kind of, but I was getting like 23 FPS with that. So I was like, okay, nice. that's better than 19. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I started doing Jeez. that. And then um, I met I met some people through that. I was helping someone trying to figure out the stream because they they found my stream and then whatever, and then started making friends. And then creative kind of came around. Mm-hmm. Like it was right around that time where people have been doing it, but it wasn't, it hadn't taken off. Yeah. And it wasn't like, technically allowed yet i think like it was we're doing it but it like <laughs> it existed but it was unofficial yeah it was yeah. just like people kind of painting in different directories or whatever or like mm-hmm. something and um I, I started like doing this that stuff and i was like because i at the time i finally started like investing money into stuff i bought like a capture card uh i had a nice camera like i had an actual like cinema camera like not an expensive one but it was like better than a webcam Mm-hmm. And um, I had that, and I was like, okay, I could stream sculpting. Like, I like sculpting. I haven't done it in a really long time. I could totally just like switch to that and do a, you know a week, like one a week or something stream of like sculpting. And that was what That's I started awesome. doing. And I had what really set my stream apart was that I was using a cinema camera. I didn't realize that anyone else wasn't doing this at the time. Maybe oh, like yeah. one or two people. Like everyone uses a DSLR now. Mm-hmm. But at the time, no one was using it, especially not in creative. And yeah. I was like, "That's." I was like, "That seems weird." Like, I mean, am I doing it wrong or something? <laughs> so you had a really crisp stream, I imagine. Yeah, it was. Well, it's like 1080p filmed with like a proper camera instead of like the tiny little C920. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I was using like a C650 or something, which wasn't even a 920. It was terrible. <laughs> And it just looked so sharp and I was streaming it at a reasonable bit rate. And because it's not moving, it's not a game. Everything looked so clean, even at like low bit rates. So my bit rate right. was really low at like 1800 kilobits or something. So it wasn't crazy. I was streaming it. I think I was still streaming 720p because 1080p wasn't spoiled at the time. Oh, right. Yeah. And True. doing like 30, you know, 10, like 720p, 30 FPS of this, but it's like, very slow moving stuff so it just looked amazing yeah and i put like LUTs on it which like gives all that creative kind of stuff so it had like the orange you put and what blue. on it uh it's called a LUT, uh l-u-t oh i heard lips i was like yeah i put, <laughs> I put lips on it it's like i started like, kissing did you get it. a lipstick have you seen that scene in ghost with patrick swayze <laughs> i started the doing what? the scene in ghost you ruined my no, joke I, I am sorry like i said <laughs> someone will get it <laughs> Someone will get it. Shout out to you, that one person <laughs> yeah. who's over 30 like me. <laughs> um, oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I started putting, like, um, I basically started color grading my video to make it look better. 
So it wasn't okay. just like super flat and whatever. It's like I put like mm-hmm. proper lighting in and yeah, it just stood out. And I was getting like 100, 120 plus viewers a stream. That's awesome. But then I went back to work because I didn't think streaming would go anywhere. So I, then I went back to work and with creative, a lot of people are really into it, but it's not really financially lucrative because a sense. lot of people are starving artists and yeah. they didn't have affiliates then. So I wasn't partnered and I wasn't thinking about money at the time, but it certainly wasn't in a place where I could be like, I can do this full time. Yeah. That just yeah. wasn't an option. So I ended up streaming and working at the same time. And I think I was like streaming like six hours a night until like 3 a.m. And then going to work Jeez. at eight. And oh, was, my God. Yeah. And that's where I'm just like now I'm just like a broken mess because I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> all that time of no street or no sleeping. <laughs> yeah, it adds up like it really messed up my back. Yeah. Well, all that sitting. Yeah, you just you kind of sat hunched for like six yeah. hours, kind of sculpting, and uh, eventually my back did give out, and I had to stop doing creative. Which mm. I I got partnered at the time. I got partnered February. I think I got partnered like Valentine's Day or the day before Valentine's Day of twenty sixteen. Um, Are you gonna marry your partnership? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the things I've done to it. Oh god. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that joke. Uh, moving on. Um, so I got partnered eventually, which was awesome. And I was still doing like game and I was like gaming on the weekend and then sculpting in the week and it was going pretty well. And then I hurt my back. I started doing full-time. So I started doing full-time sculpting rather than gaming. And so people who like gaming went away and then I hurt my back and I couldn't sculpt. And then the sculpting people went away and it just mm. and then because i had my back and then because of what i do i do a lot of overtime crunch time stuff and then right. it was like end of i think it was the end of star trek beyond the third one and it just got crazy like i for like two months where i was doing like 15 hour days six days a week i couldn't like i couldn't stream Jesus. it was yeah, yeah. it's not the worst it's ever been but it's like it can get to that you know you hear about all that stuff in the game industry where People are getting outraged at overtime, crunch time, things like that. Like people doing 50, 60, 100 hour weeks. It's the same in visual effects. Like that happens yeah. a lot. And But then people, if the movie sucks, are like, damn, yeah, movie sucked. Why? Yeah. You know, they, why did that movie suck? Like, <laughs> yeah. And they don't, you know? they don't see all of the, the stuff that goes into it. Like there's just, yeah. there's so many decisions that go into films that you, like, it's not for lack of a term, like polishing a turd. But it's like, there's just some things that just don't work. And no matter how good something looks, you can never make it look amazing. Um, You can only do what you can. And it's it's not one thing. It's like my face on my stream. Please. (laughs) Sorry, continue. I I was giving you dagger eyes. my, (laughs) (laughs) My, like, I've tried to mess around with my lighting and my settings so much and I just can't figure it out. So I just, I, I I thought about this the other day and I was like, I would love to do like a service where I help people like up production value stuff where it's like, let me like, let me 3d model your stream room and I will like set up like lights and be like, okay, these lights and do this. (laughs) Do it for me. Yours looks pretty good though. Yours does look pretty good. Like it, it definitely like, it's not in, bad shape at all but it's like what would you want to do with it like what what would be the biggest thing that you would want to like revamp of the stream 
I want to look like a supermodel. Well, you've already done that. You have a command <laughs> for that. Cam. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just think um, <laughs> I wasn't fishing for that, by the way. Just saying. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let, <laughs> let the record show. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I just find like my lighting could be better somehow. But I just kind of like I bought a ring light and I don't like know I have it on the lowest setting all the time. So I don't know. I think one of the things that a lot of streamers don't really know about is camera and lighting. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you buy a webcam and you plug it in and that's kind of as far as it goes. Or, like, you buy a light and you just put a light. Like, I, the reason, like, it took me a while today was that you're like, oh, we're doing video. I was like, okay. And I spent that, you know, woke up at one thirty. we started at 2. I spent, like, 29 minutes 30 seconds of that like (laughs) setting up all my stuff so it's like i have a lamp here and i was like okay i gotta change this to purple and it's pointing at the background oh i'm sorry no 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 it's not like not even recording it's not for you it's just like if i'm gonna do this i have to like i'm one of those people it's like if i'm gonna jump into something it's like i have to make it look decent otherwise it's just that's fair but i like dug out my my ring light i haven't had this all set up since i haven't streamed so like i had to set up anyway hmm But what I do with my ring light is I actually have it, I point it at a wall, like a white wall, and let it bounce off the wall. And that way it becomes like a big area light so that one, Mm. I'm not looking directly into it and it's not my eyes. But by bouncing off a wall, it just kind of spreads the light around and kind of makes it more even. Um, So you can kind of get a little bit like you can see like a little bit of like, like highlight here on my face. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it kind of has, like, a very soft overall look to it. Yeah. And all I do is just put it next to a wall, put it on a reasonly high uh, setting, and just let it bounce and, Hmm. like, fill fill that area. Um, Yeah. Because I like like indirect lighting like that because it it looks good and it doesn't – you're not staring into, like, burning LEDs. Yes. It does sometimes upset my eyes. (laughs) Never, never fun. Yeah. That's funny. So – are you thinking you'll start streaming again at some point soon, or are you just committed to your work now, or what's what's the deal? I'd like to. Uh, one of the things right now is my contract at my job is until, like, beginning of summer, like another month or so. Okay. I don't know what's going to happen with it, with extensions and things like that. So I'm not really going around going, hey, I'm going to stream again in the summer. I'm going to do this and that. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to put that on people and then not fulfill that. Um, So I kind of, that was kind of the reason I I sent out all that stuff. And I was like, Hey, you know, like cancel your sub and I'm going to be taking a break from it because I'd rather take a break and people know that than every week have to cancel a stream. Yeah. I think it just, one of the things I've always struggled with is being like consistent and right. at the very least, if I can be consistently not streaming, <laughs> I think that's a lot <laughs> has a little bit more value to people because I still chat on my Discord and I still talk to people mm-hmm. and hang out with people. It's yeah. just I don't want to waste their time and I certainly don't want to waste their money. That's the biggest thing for me is like streaming isn't my full time job and I'm not committing full time stuff. Like don't spend your money. Like you don't have to spend your money to be my friend. You can still hang out in my Discord. A lot of people like remove the subs and they still hang out in discord and i'm like that's awesome like that's totally fine yeah. that money was never mine to begin with mm-hmm. so don't feel guilty about that stuff yeah i would like to start streaming again there's other things that i'm working on right now that 
are going to take a little bit of my time when I'm done with my contract. But I would okay. like to slowly maybe bring back maybe two two streams a week or something. Yeah. But I think it's better. I always say like I'd rather have like a bonus surprise stream than to commit to like doing something and then canceling it like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Like I think if you think you're going to be busy, just say you'll do one stream a week on a specific day and then be like, here, we'll do a bonus stream this day and then people are like oh exciting because it's a bonus <laughs> yeah like you're, you're never going you're never taking away in that yeah, scenario yeah you're just um, adding yeah and that's that's one of the things of like you see with a lot of new streamers and i did it i am 100 guilty of this is you you give too much and you mm-hmm. end up just being like i'm going to stream seven days a week for 12 hours a day yep. and you're just like and then you start and you do it and you're like, this is great. And then about three days in, you're like, I want to die. And, <laughs> and then yeah. you, like, you, but you keep trying to do it and you burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. And then when you start like reducing that, people are like, what's going on? Why have you changed like this? Like you don't care anymore. You don't. And it, it has this weird effect where what you're doing is you're setting people's expectations way too high Yeah, that you can, you can meet, but you can't maintain. And, yep. um, yeah, it's, yeah, Good I way see, to put it. you see that so much, and especially with like younger streamers as well, where it's like, they live at home with their parents and they don't have a job and they, they finish school and they have infinite free time and no bills and worries and things like that. It's like, yeah, you can dedicate every free minute to this, but you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Also, you should probably have some bit of a social life. At some point. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you streaming know, can get you fine. so far, but it can't, it can't replace like going to like a bar and sitting face mm-hmm. to face with someone or just watching, watching a movie or play a game offline. I know that's a really hard thing to do, but it's like, just mm-hmm. sit on your couch and play a video game in silence and yeah. try not to commentate. It's so nice. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice. <laughs> I, I did that not this long weekend, just gone, but the one before. And I, right. I think I just played Trials. I bought Trials Rising on Switch and I put it on my TV and I think I played it like 18 hours straight. Whoa. I just, I got, we had like three, four days off actually. It was awesome. Yeah. I played it from like yeah. Friday all the way through to like 6 a.m. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I played I Saturday and that. But. Trials Rising? Yeah, it's one of the new ones. It was on sale, but it's good. It's really good. It's one of those like, um, it's not isometric, but it's. Uh, one of those biking physics games. Oh right, yeah. By Ubisoft, I I really like that series. It's difficult. They're really difficult because it's uh, obstacle courses with a physics bike. They can get really, grr. But <laughs> grr, grr. That's that's the only way I can describe it without swearing. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Well, maybe by this time this comes out, you'll start streaming again. Who knows? Yeah, we miss you, but I appreciate that you're you know, putting your career and making rent and progressing your career and like doing stuff outside of Twitch as well. I think that's a really good, really good thing. I I think as well, like with the career and it's, you know, a lot of people talk about all the time, it's just mental health. Like Mm -hmm. you can only, you can't burn the candle at both ends that much time. And uh, one of the things in a selfish way is just, I don't want to spend every free time that I have streaming you know i only get saturday sunday often just sunday off 
Yeah. I don't I don't yeah. want to spend that time working, even though mm-hmm. as soon as we end here, I'm going to go and work on my short film. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was going to say we should probably wrap up, but I still want to I still want you to promo your short film a little. You don't oh. have to like tell what it's about or anything, but uh, so the short film that I that I'm working on is called Peel. It's a really short film. It's like three and a half minutes long, uh, starring Keontae. Cool. There's no dialogue, <laughs> and it's kind of like a mini horror film. And that's all I can really that's say without say. going okay. too much in specific. But um, okay, the reason cool. I'm I'm trying to do that, and the reason I'm trying to do that is I'm trying to put a pitch project together for a. Uh, a bigger project, like another short film, but like a really high end short film. So I'm trying to actually apply for a grant to actually get a budget and make it. So my goal is to finish the short film, hopefully this weekend, uh, submit it to some festivals just to kind of put it out there, get some feedback. Uh, But then I have it and then apply for these other things and work towards that. So when I'm working on the pitch stuff, that's when I might be getting back into streaming and, you know, using that as a little bit of downtime, like structured, mm-hmm. structured downtime yeah, uh, to yeah. play some games. But cool. yeah, well, um, hopefully I'll finish it soon and then it will be online and people, it might be online for people to watch by the time this comes out. I think this is out end of June. So yeah. 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 Definitely. Hopefully should be finished by then. Okay, cool. Where can we, f- are you putting it on your YouTube or? Uh, I don't know right now. Most likely. Yes. Uh, and okay. I'll probably premiere it on Twitch as well. Okay, sweet. That's awesome. Well, good luck with it. I hope you get your grant. Thank you. That's super cool. Um, all right, what are your social medias? What's your Twitch? What's all that good stuff? Where uh, people find all the you? same, just camcorder kid. That's pretty much all, all it right. is. Uh, on Twitter, it's, I'm the idiot stood by an Oscar with a film clapper. So <laughs> if you're looking for that. So cool. This man touched an Oscar. How neat is that? <laughs> is that weird? It is like he touched it. Okay. Didn't hold it, he touched it. <laughs> yeah. He's drinking juice and I saw him like almost spit out his juice. Yeah, no, it's my it's my last bit of orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wanna waste it. All right. Well thank you so much, Cam. Is there anything else you wanna wrap up with or promo or anything? Uh no, I don't think I don't think that's that. Oh, All go right. sub to mop. <laughs> you can't promo me. I I think I'm allowed. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me, Cam. Thank you. That was awesome. Have a good night. Bye. A huge thank you once again to Cam for sitting down with me and taking time out of his very busy schedule. I know there's a lot going on with him, so big thank you to him for giving us all that insight into the movie industry very very interesting thank you so much for listening as well if you are interested in supporting the podcast you can check out my twitch channel twitch.tv slash mopgarden also if you're interested you can support on patreon patreon.com slash mopgarden a huge thank you to ike about you and inza and l for their immense support on there i really appreciate it guys Thank you so much. If you're interested in any of my social medias, everything is just at Mopgarden. If you are interested in the Just Chatting podcasts, social medias as well, everything is just Mop Just Chatting. Thank you so very much for listening. And if you are interested in checking out any other amazing podcasts that are part of the Geek Generation, you can check out the other podcasts at thegeekgeneration.com. 
I'll see you in two weeks. All the best. <laughs>